If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard talk. It's Kev Lewin's decent to sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, we are back with another week of fantasy rankings. We're here for week two. I don't do the Thursday games. Kev doesn't do kickers. You guys should know the deal. If you don't, now you know. Starting it off with the quarterbacks here at 10. I have Jalen Hurts had a good first week. This week going against San Francisco, definitely a team he's going to have to show up against. Nine, I have Brady. Brady looked good week one. I'm expecting that to continue in the division game, home versus Atlanta. Eight, I have Lamar. I know this could be a little bit low for him. I do like a lot of the matchups I have early on in my rankings. But I still expect big things from Lamar, especially on, on the feet versus Kansas City at home. Seven, I have Herbert. You know, Justin Herbert is definitely someone that, that looked good against a top defense. And I feel like against a Dallas team, when especially when he's at home, that's a defense he could light up. And here at six, I have Dak in the same game at the Chargers. I think, you know, Dak looked good. He didn't look like he had any sort of struggle or restriction with his shoulder or his feet. He definitely took more hits than I would like him to take, but I'm not a Cowboys fan, so it looks good to me. Huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so Steve, our lists are pretty similar. I tend though I have Josh Allen uh, at Miami. I just I don't know Ooh, how to Kev. I don't know how to trust them yet, especially with the lack of the running game. He might have to do it all himself. But Miami's get a good defense, so we'll see. And then at nine, I have uh, Hurts for San Francisco. I think that's he looked so good last week, and he's mm-hmm. so versatile. It's just I don't know. I like him a lot. I I think he's a stud. And then at eight, I have Dak at the Chargers. I, I think the pass rush is going to be an issue with Joey Bosa coming in, but. I think Dak's going to hurl it, dude. I I think he's going to go off for at least 25 points, and he, he's a top 10 guy for the rest of the season for me. Top five. Yeah, top five, honestly. And then at seven, I think he's a little low. This is just me not trying to put him too high so it, it doesn't come back to screw me in fantasy. But I have Herbert versus Dallas. I, okay. I just think the Dallas defense sucks, and if, and if Herbert's going to give you 14 points, with a fluke fumble on uh, versus Washington, I mean, I'll take him at Dallas all day. Yeah, the only thing with Herbert this week is, is you definitely want to see him throw for a couple more touchdowns. But yeah. other than that, you know, the yards were there. Like, the attempts were there. You know, mm-hmm. you definitely all look good on, on that aspect. And then on, at six, I have Lamar versus Kansas City. Um, okay. Love the Ravens and everything, but this is their... This is their kryptonite. They can't beat the Chiefs. Maybe they can make it competitive this season. The last couple times haven't been very competitive. So I think Lamar will do his thing. I, I just don't think this results in a Ravens victory. And I, I think he's going to have to throw a lot. And I, I think there's a pick coming. Ooh. You know, there's 51 QBs since, I think, 20, or 2019 to throw for 250 yards plus. Lamar Jackson is not one of them. I believe so. The stat, There was like some crazy names Damn. on that. Like, literally, like, some backups to backups. I was like, oh, my God. That's a big step. Huh. I believe it, it's, I think it's 2019 because 2020, I don't think 51 people started. <laughs> so. All right. So, at <clears throat> voice crack. At 10. Lou, hate to do it to you, but I got Stafford at 10 this week. That's no problem. I think, you know, just given all the weapons he has and, like, the system he's now in, like, he's never going to be below, you know, that top 10 or 12 in my rankings. At 9, I got Justin Herbert against Dallas. At 8. It's where I got Lamar. Seven, I got Josh Allen. I know. It's low. Didn't show me much this week. <laughs> but this is the one that's going to set the, since the Sandbox fans off. 
Got Pat Mahomes at six this week. Oh against my Baltimore. god! <laughs> You're not. Okay. You're not. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Pin drop. Okay. Sick. Oh, Kev, Kev, Kev. And since the Sandbox fans, I do not have Stafford in my rankings this week. That could be that could be a little bit crazy, but you know, I think you know someone like Jalen Hurts ha- has the feet potential that that gets him in a little bit more than Stafford. Stafford looked great. Mm-hmm. Oh ball. yeah, the probably the best I've ever seen him. Yeah. Like consistently. Like it, it's crazy that he looked that good because it's like he really wasted ten years in Detroit getting hurt, breaking his sciatic like every, yeah, every single year. At five here, I got Rogers versus Detroit. Think he's gonna come back, light it up. But he always has a good game versus Detroit. Four, Josh Allen at Miami. I actually think the Bills are gonna bounce back. I think that. I hope so. I think that Miami is a solid team that's going to play defense and try and beat you by scoring more than 15. I think the Bills' offense, or Josh Allen himself, actually, won't allow the Bills to score more than 15. I think it's a very tough game. Don't think the Bills can start 0-2. Sorry, YS. Three, Kyler Murray. First home game of the year against a horrible defense in Minnesota, what I would think. Sorry, Coach Jeff and Coach Dave. But I think Kyler Murray could be up for another big day of fantasy. Two, big surprise from Scuba here. Russell Wilson versus Tennessee, but Tennessee's defense looks horrible. And I just think that Russell Wilson is going to know how to pick it apart. And damn, Kev, I got Mahomes here at one. I think Baltimore's passing defense didn't look good either. I think Mahomes is definitely someone that can exploit that. And I think we'll see why he's the best in the game on Sunday. Yeah, I hear that. So at five, I have Rodgers as well. I like the matchup. Got to be a big bounce back. Uh, high potential, but... He could scratch 400 yards on Sunday. He might have to to make a statement. Four, I have Brady versus Atlanta. I just think that's a crazy good matchup. I do think Atlanta will put up some points this week, so don't sleep on Matt Ryan as a as a low uh, or a high top 15 guy. Don't sleep. Three, I have Kyler Murray versus Minnesota. Love the matchup. Two, I have Russ versus Tennessee. I think this is perfect. Uh, I Put it this way. If D-Hop... And Christian Kirk were able to blow over the top of the Tennessee defense. Picture DK and Lockett with Russ throwing to them. Yeah, I mean, doing the same thing. <laughs> it's literally the light version outside of Diop because he's better than anybody on uh, the Seattle offense. But they're going to hurt them bad. Yeah. Like Chris Carson was slicing it up. Russ is going to kill it. And this is early in the season when he's at his best. And Tennessee and the Colts might be looking at two straight losses, man. Going to be tough. Houston might lead the division still after this week. That's crazy. In your one, Lou? Mahomes. I didn't even think I had to say it. Same 3-2-1, Lou. I like it. I love it. So at five, I got Dak. Think Dak looked real good. Think if Zeke's going to keep playing like Zeke's playing, they have no choice but to rely on Dak. Big upside for Dak this year. Highly invested in him. At four, I got Russ against Tennessee. At three, I got Kyler against Minnesota. At two, I have Aaron Rodgers against Detroit. I just think there's no one in the entire city of Detroit, like not even the Lions, just the entire city of Detroit that can even come close to covering Devontae Adams. So I think they're going to have a huge game together. What about Big Sean? Eminem? Nah. Eminem would like maybe beat him in a freestyle, but not like cover him. (laughs) Uh, And then my one, remember, 28-3, brother. Tom Brady against the Atlanta Falcons this week. Love that. He might throw for 700 yards. (laughs) I'll bet you money he's going to throw at least one pick. <laughs> Him and Rodgers account for 50% of the league's interceptions right now. Damn. That's, Imagine that. That's crazy. Oh, no, sorry. Him, uh, Rodgers, and Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Those are the three. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence, three picks. Uh, 
It's pulling up Peyton. Definitely, definitely interesting there. All right, guys, starting off the running backs here at 15. Another surprise pick. This guy did not make the list last week. CEH at Baltimore. Um, I think he was heavily involved in the passing game. Um, I think he will have better rushing opportunities this week. 14, James Robinson. Um, think that he's going to have a, a better game than he did last week as well. I know that Denver front is tough. But I just think, you know, with, with the amount of opportunities that he gets, he has to, you know, be in that top 15. 13, I have Chris Carson. We talked about how bad Tennessee's defense was already. Um, and I think that's going to continue. And then Chris Carson is guaranteed um, to get in the end zone. And whatever he gets uh, for yards is just a little sprinkle on top. Here at 12, I got Kareem Hunt. So a little bit of a shocker. Um, Hunt versus Houston, I think that's a big matchup. They're going to run all over Houston, uh, realistically. 11, I got Chase Edmonds. So call me crazy, I think Chase Edmonds, you know, really played, you know, a good script back for what the Cardinals are trying to do. The offense kind of really was uh, fluid with him in there. 10, I have Zeke at the Chargers. Um, I think he is going to have a little bit of a better game than he had last week. Um, but like I said to you guys in the last episode, um, when we talked about our week one impressions, make sure to go and check that out. I think, you know, it could be a little bit of game script with McCarthy, but we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. At nine, I have Eckler. I am a little concerned about the hamstring, knowing that that's been, you know, his injury the past couple of years, but he was out there week one, played and did get in the end zone. So that is very encouraging. And here at eight, to split my list, I have Najee Harris. So it could still be a little bit of a high spot for the rookie. But I think the Bills defense played better than I thought that they were going to. And I think Pittsburgh, to be at their best, needs to get him going and get him going off. And so I expect a big week from Najee Harris. All right, guys. Running back rankings. 15, I have DeAndre Swift. I I think it's just pure volume. You know what I mean? Even versus Green Bay, he's still going to get the ball at least 15 times. At 14, I have Eckler. And this might be a little low just because the matchup is so good versus Dallas. I think he tears through it. 13, I have Montgomery. He looked great. Week one, even versus the Rams, he was still killing it. And he's a viable option if Justin Fields is in too, so hopefully he gets put in. I know Steve's chomping at the bit for it. (laughs) 12, I have Damian Harris. I mean, the Pats are a running team, and he looked great. Easily the best running back on the day for them, and he's going to be a top 10 guy all season. 11, I have Jonathan Taylor. Again, volume. Versus the Rams is going to be tough, man, but I like the volume, the pass catching, and I I think he's going to put in some work. 10, I have Zeke. 9, I have Chris Carson. I agree with Steve. He, he's going to get in the end zone. And then 8, Antonio Gibson. He he looked great. He was so good versus the Chargers. That game wouldn't have been close if he wasn't there. So at 15, I got Jonathan Taylor. Just not a fan of the matchup, but that's probably the lowest I'll have him all year, honestly. Uh, at 14, I got Josh Jacobs against Pittsburgh. Again, great game. Just don't love the matchup. 13, I have Eckler against Dallas. 12, I have Chris Carson. You guys like the shades, by the way? Uh, 12, I have Chris Carson against Tennessee. Uh, 11, I get Damian Harris. I agree with Lou. I think the fumble was costly, but I don't think Bill's going to, you know, punish him just yet for that. I mean, the guy's the clear cut number one, and he's a great talent. So I think he's going to run all over the Jets. At 10, I got Gibson against the Giants. Just think it's going to be a low scoring game. That's the only reason I have him that low. At 9, I got Montgomery against Cincinnati. Like Lou said, he looked good against the Rams. Can only imagine what he's going to do against Cincinnati. And then at 8, Got your boy Saquon against Washington. All right, picking these rankings up at seven. I got Montgomery here as well. I think this is a great matchup versus Cincinnati. And, you know, he really does find ways, you know, to to 
get you know get fantasy points whether that's you know on the ground and the air he gets it done and really seems to be Chicago's number one option right now I know last year it kind of seemed to be Allen Robinson um I think at this point it might be Montgomery six I got Henry at Seattle I feel like they have to get Derrick Henry going I really feel like the Titans could be struggling because their OC Arthur Smith no longer there so we'll see if, if the struggles continue for the Titans Next, I got Aaron Jones versus Detroit. I think he's going to have a big day. I feel like Aaron Jones is a, is a back that usually has, you know, a couple big games early on in the year um, and then just kind of balances out towards the end. So I definitely expect that to happen here at Detroit. Four, I have Kamara. You guys could call that low. I think Carolina's defense is going to be a little bit better. You guys heard me talking about that in the previous episode. Three, I have CMC. I mean, I know it's really hard not to have him one, but I think New Orleans defense played better than what we were expecting, especially to hold the Packers to only three points. I definitely think that that's going to you know, hold my expectations back a little bit, especially when the two guys above him have the matchups that they do. So two, I have Dalvin at Arizona. I feel like that's an incredible matchup. And he's going to touch the ball 18 times a game guaranteed, whether that's rushing or passing. It doesn't really matter because he's equally good at both. And one, I think this is the best matchup of the week. I have Nick Chubb here at one. So riding the Chubb train, I like, I like for him to get in the end zone. And he really just is like so consistent. It, I don't know. I think the Browns would, would be a completely different football team without Nick Chubb. Need him here at one this week. Yeah, Steve, we have eerily similar uh, top seven. Seven, I have Mixon. Uh, if he's healthy, I think he'll be he'll be as strong as the O line is, and they look okay so far. Not great, but okay. Uh, okay. Six, I have Aaron Jones. Five, I have Derrick Henry. I think you're right. They're gonna get him going early, especially versus a team like Seattle. Like you gotta keep Russ on the sidelines. Like yes, that. Sir. That's a must. Four, I have Kamara. Three, I have Dalvin. Two, McCaffrey, and one Chubb. I I think that that matchup is golden. All right, so mine's a little different. It's so I got Zeke. I got Zeke at seven. Dalvin at six. I just think, you know, Arizona did a good job of neutralizing Derrick Henry this week. Who's to say they can't do it again against Minnesota, you know? So, got Dalvin. Hope he proves me wrong. Hope he proves me wrong, but we'll see. At five, I got D. Henton. At four, I got Aaron Jones against Detroit again. I think Green Bay's offense is going to absolutely dismantle that defense. Aaron Jones will run for a couple touchdowns. At three, I got Chubb. Would have liked to put him 201. I just think, you know, Kareem Hunt's going to take away. A lot in this game, especially if they're up big early, you know what I mean? At two, I got Kamara against Carolina. Thought Kamara looked unreal this week. Like the matchup. And then number one, going to be number one all year, Christian McCaffrey. Guy put up 25 points last week without even having a touchdown. Are you kidding me? Kid, Forget about you it. You had Chubb at 10 in Mahomes at what? Four and six? Come on. You forget about it. All right. Transitioning to our wide receivers here at 15. Still, once again, the best wide receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers, Deontay Johnson versus Vegas. Love the matchup. 14, Dewan at Arizona. Dewan really seems to be, you know, the red zone end zone guy. Not that Justin Jefferson, you know, can't or isn't, but we saw that from week one, him getting uh, in the end zone. Especially if teams are going to respect J.J., Justin Jefferson, as, you know, the number one option, he'll definitely see, you know, some help over the top. 13, Mike Evans. think this is a huge bounce back week. I think... The entire Bucks organization has a love and respect for Mike Evans, especially how he carries himself with his finances, trying to take care of the team this year. And I think Bruce Arians and the franchise will make it a point to get him heavily involved. 
And why not do it against the Falcons? Because they have a horrible secondary. Right above Mike Evans, I have Chris Godwin. Godwin just being the inside receiver might be a little bit more beneficial for someone like Brady. Not saying he can't make the outside or deep throws because we clearly saw that he could. But, you know, it's just probably the first look on a, on a route tree or, or something like that. So Godwin looked great. So did A.B. 11, I have C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper both got targeted 15 and 16 times. I definitely want a big part of all of that. I have Cooper a little above Lamb. At 10, I have A.J. Brown at Seattle. So I think, you know, even though I said the Titans need to get Derrick Henry going to make sure they set up the offense, A.J. Brown needs to be the beneficiary. And Julio Jones definitely needs to have a better game than than what he did week one. I don't know if that's the relationship him and Tannehill had um, or if it's just learning the playbook and things like that. But definitely was a rocky start for sure. And right above Brown, I have Cooper, just like I I had talked about um, with Lamb. Cooper looked really good, um, looked flawless with his route running, as you would expect. You just got to hope a guy like him stays healthy. And this could be a little bit low. Kev, I'm sure you'll be a little bit disappointed in this, but I really like Miami's secondary defense played good. Um, And Xavier Howard looked lethal. So I have Stephon Diggs here at eight. I I think he could really, you know, be a little restricted as far as yards go. Still expect to see him in the end zone. I like it. I like it a lot. All right. Got a couple different names this week, and I have three pairs. Three pairs of wide receivers on the same team on this list. 15, I have Debo Samuel. I just think with Ayuk kind of out of commission and just not. I just think he's fit to run the football, catch it. He he was great the other day. 14, I have Mike Evans. I think it's a bounce back week. I think he's going to abuse Atlanta. I, I think it's just a good matchup. 13, Tyler Lockett. I think he had the big week last week. I think DK, who's coming up in the list, will have it this week. 12, I have Thielen. And then at 11, I have Justin Jefferson. I, I do think Minnesota will be able to get off a couple more big plays. Hopefully, those will go to Justin Jefferson. I think Thielen will get his regardless in PPR. He's going to get at least five five catches on the game. Then I have 10, Amari Cooper. 9, Keenan Allen. I, I like the matchup this week, but there's a lot of options on the charges. I mean, even Jared Cook was getting in on the action. Then I have CD at eight. I think he's above Amari Cooper. I just I think he's the guy for the big plays, and I I think versus the Chargers they'll be there. Yes, sir. All right, so I got two pairs on my list. Um, and to start one off, I got CD at fifteen. Got Cooper Cup at fourteen. You know, I think the Robert Woods era is done. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup for seven. Debo Samuel at thirteen. Again, like Lou said, I think you know he's the clear cut number one there. And, you know, Philly's defense isn't the best, so expect him to have a pretty decent week. At 12, I got Colin Sutton against Jacksonville. Jerry Judy out. He's now the number one. Jacksonville couldn't stop Tyrod Taylor. No way they're going to be able to stop Teddy Bridgewater and Colin Sutton. At 11, I got Chris Godwin. At 10, I have A.J. Brown against Seattle. And then at 9, I got Calvin Ridley. I know that's low, but I just don't like the matchup. And then at 8, I got Amari Cooper to finish off my first pair. Scandalous. Coming in at seven, someone who definitely underperformed, not because of himself, just because of his team. Uh, Calvin Ridley, I'm still a huge Calvin Ridley fan. Um, Have him here at seven. Six, JJ, Justin Jefferson, as I addressed. I'm going to try and get that nickname to stick all throughout this year. Justin Jefferson at Arizona here at six. At five, Keenan Allen. Don't know if that's a surprise name in the top five, but I love his target share and that offense. And him and Justin Herbert could be... One of the best quarterback wide receiver 
um, duos in the league. Four, I have Tyreek Hill. Baltimore's defense isn't what it once was, and I really think there could be the opportunities where they look to stretch the field 50-plus. Three, I have DK Lou. I agree with you. Lockett had the big game last week. It's DK's turn versus a horrible defense. He's going to blow up over 100 and a TD. D-Hop here at two versus Minnesota. Like I said, um, that's a great matchup there for Arizona. Expect another big game from D-Hop. But I will say with that Cardinals offense, they are spreading it around a lot. So guys like Kirk are having big games. We talked about Rondell Moore a little bit. Chase Edmonds. James Conner got involved. That's without mentioning A.J. Green. So a lot a lot of ball to go around there. And one, Devontae Tay versus Detroit. I mean, how could you not? All right. So this week, I've got DK at six. I had him right around this last week. I, I think it's fitting. Big upside. I mean, the only thing that sucks is he doesn't catch a ton of passes consistently, yeah. but they're all big catches when he when he does grab them. Five, I have Diggs. Four, I have Ridley. Three, I have D-Hop. Two, I have Devontae, and one, I have Tyreek. That offense is just is just something fierce. Mm-hmm. So I got Keenan Allen at seven. like the matchup, like Justin Herbert. think he'll have a good week. Got Tyreek Hill at six. As you know, I had Mahomes at six as well, so got to stay consistent. Got DK at five against Arizona. Stephon Diggs, four against Miami. think it's a big week, uh, big comeback week for both Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and the Buffalo Bills in general. At three... I got Mike Evans against Atlanta. I think this is his coming out party. You know, he always has one of those big games early in the season. And who better to do it against than Atlanta? You know, 28-3. Two, I'm going to keep saying that. Two, I got D-Hop against Minnesota. I mean, guy's virtually unguardable. Um, If the guy above him didn't have the better matchup, then D-Hop would be one. But, sadly, Devontae Adams has won against Detroit. Guy's going to have an absolute game. Like I said, no one in... Not even Detroit. I think the entire state of Michigan. I don't think there's anyone that can cover him. So, <laughs> Devontae Adams at one. All right, let's take this to the tight ends, guys. Somebody I didn't have in my tight end rankings for week one. Um, I definitely should, even though they looked horrible the first half. Came back, had a great second half. TJ Hawkinson here at five. Four, Mark Andrews. Definitely expect you know a better game there with the Ravens as a whole this week. Three, I have Waller. I know that's surprising after he got 19, almost 20 targets in a game, but I do think Kittle looked great as well. Um, so I have Kittle here at two and then Kelsey here at one. Similar list, similar list. I have Gronk at five. Uh, I think he's just Brady's go-to guy, and if they're in the red zone, it's dangerous. Four, I have Hawkinson. I agree the volume's going to be there every time. Three, I have Kittle. Two, I have Waller. And one, I have Kelsey. It's it's not really close. <laughs> so at five, got a name that no one mentioned, but I love the matchup. Got Robert Tanya in a five against Detroit. Oh, please. Four, I got Kittle. Three, I got Gronk. Can't not have Gronk in the top three against Atlanta. Two, I got Waller. One, TK. Not DK, TK. Travis Kelsey, baby. <laughs> TK, wow, huh? Kev trying to get it stick late in his career. Um, Let's go to kickers. Rick, Kev does not have kickers, so we're going to skip you on this segment. Five. Still going to go to the Bills, Kev. I'm still going to go to the Bass, um, their kicker. I just think, you know, they're going to have to score, whether that's touchdowns or points versus Miami um, in a chippy AFC East game, especially down in Miami. I think that there could be a chance that that's a lot of field goals. Four, little Mason Crosby, just like you call him. Uh, Mason Crosby here at four. Three, your guy, Jason Sanders. Miami kicker, just like I said with the Bills, going to have a a, a big, chippy game down there in Miami. I think he's going to need to score often. Two and one, Bucker and Tucker. Bucker and Tucker. That should be a show. Bucker and Tucker? Yeah. Five, I have Robbie Gould. 
Uh, I think San Fran is just going to score a lot of field goals I, or just even points. I think Jimmy G is not going to be able to finish all the time, especially now that Mostert's out and God knows who else is going to get hurt for them. Four, I have uh, Young Hoku. Is that his name? Young Hui. Young Hui. Young Hui. Young Hui. I don't think they want to say Young Hui on TV. Oh, okay. Young Hoku. But we say Ho on this round. Right. So. Then I have Matt Gay at three, Butker, and then Tucker at two and one. Now the defenses. All right, I'll start the defense and since I will. skipped the kicker segment. Screw kickers. At five, got the Rams against Indy. Four, got the Browns against Houston. Love that matchup. Three, I got the Pats against the Jets. Thought the Pats D looked decent this week. Not much there with the Jets, so expect a big week out of them. At least a couple turnovers. Two, I got the 49ers against Philly. And then at one, I got Tampa Bay against Atlanta. Lua, Technical a- issues. A- after Kev gave you a Colts a 14-3 and three record, he- he's got the... the- one of the top defenses going against the Colts. So do I. Oh. So do I. So besides <laughs> besides my five, four through one are interchangeable. I think they're all great pickups this weekend. Sorry, Steve. I'm throwing you under two. It's all good. It's all good. I'll take it. Five, I have Cleveland. I think the matchup's okay. I don't love it, but I think the pass rush will have some sacks. Then four through one, take it any order you want. Denver, New England, the Rams, Washington. Whatever order you want. <laughs> I preferably like the Pats this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna just hope that the Washington was four and you led that you read that list one to four <laughs> instead of four to one. I did not. <laughs> nice. Two I, fumbles I, coming in, kid. <laughs> Danny fumbles. Defenses five, San Francisco. Love San Francisco this week. Four, I got Denver, love Denver even more. Three, Cleveland. That's a great matchup. Two, Tampa Bay. Didn't hear too much Tampa Bay talk mm-hmm. from you guys. And one, I'm doubling down with you, Lou. I got the Pats. But, guys, these are our Week 2 Fantasy Rankings. We hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure you guys listen to our impressions from Week 1. And, guys, make sure you stay in tune to all things since the sandbox. We will hear and see from you guys next week. Good luck in your fantasy games. And may the odds be ever in your favor. We're not taking that from... Hunger Games. Yeah. No. We don't, we don't own the copyright. <laughs> no, no. Peace out. It's a quote. <laughs>